Hello, hello. I'm Dahlia. Welcome back to the land where we live and help live. Kind of like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, except for adults. I've got my hoodie on because I don't really wear sweaters, and we're into episode two here. Still part of the secret episodes, you know, little sneak peek before the big launcheroo in September. So yeah, you are one of the first people to stop by. Welcome to my neighborhood. How the hell are you? You're about to get better. Watch. You'll see. Or, well, listen. Because here we go. Her hair is curly. Her teeth are pearly. She's got an edge, but she's still pretty girly. Oh, oh. Nothing rhymes with Dahlia. It's a tough time. I know. You might be alone. You might be missing your family. You might have your family all around you and still feel alone. And today, I want to share with you the best Father's Day story you will ever hear, guaranteed. I'm going to let you in on a little secret too, about why this is extra important to me now. But more than that, I will share with you something you can't touch, but it will touch you hope. So you hear all of these things about family, right? You're born into your family. You can't choose your family. Blah, bitty, blah, bitty, blah. That's BS. Your family is what you make it. And family is what makes you. It's not made of blood. It's made through bonds. But it makes you. It can make all of the difference in the world. And you will not know this until you really have a true family. So I will share with you the best Father's Day story you'll ever hear. You will understand what a true family is. Maybe this will be your first time understanding this. Maybe you'll say, I've always known this because I have this and I never realized how much I should appreciate it. Or maybe you'll just, maybe you'll just become somebody else's family because of it. So this isn't even just about fathers. This is about finding family when you're alone and without hope. It's about family finding you. And this is such a good Father's Day story that no matter how many times I've ever shared it, I tear up. I find something new in it each time and especially the coolest thing and you'll do this after you'll see because you're going to tell this story to people and you are going to look into people's eyes and you are going to see how they respond and you're going to see how they feel and that is probably going to be one of the best parts of the story for you is sharing it but this year as I share it it has a very different meaning to me Because this is the first time I'm thinking of this story, given a life-changing experience I've had that I'll share with you after I share this unbelievably true story. I don't know why there isn't even a movie made about this yet, probably because the person writing it can't see through their tears. But it starts with, this 23-year-old woman. She's in Arkansas. 
she loses her father, Chastity Patterson. For four years, she continues to text her father's phone number every day just to update him about her life. She never gets a response from the number. She's just texting her dead father's phone number. What do you expect? Until one day. Chastity lives in Newport. It's Thursday. And as she does every day, she texts her papa. This is also the night before the fourth anniversary of his death. Oh, I get chills just saying this to you right now. And I even know what I'm about to say. So she texts, Hey, Dad, it's me. Tomorrow's going to be a tough day again. And her texts always recap all of the highs and lows that she goes through without having her father by her side. Four years. She's told him how she beat cancer and how she's been taking better care of herself like she promised him she would. She told him about how she finished college and graduated with honors. How she fell in love, only to have her heart broken. You would have killed him, she told her dad. Then, that Thursday night, before the fourth anniversary of his passing, she texts, I'm sorry I wasn't there when you needed me the most, but one day we will have our chance to watch that game. Then it happens. Chastity receives the response from her dad's phone number. A stranger had been receiving her daily messages these past four years. A man. He texts, My name is Brad, and I lost my daughter in a car wreck August 2014. And your messages have kept me alive. When you text me, I know it's a message from God. I have listened to you for years, and I have watched you grow more than anyone. I have wanted to text you back for years, but I didn't want to break your heart. Brad goes on to say he wished his daughter would have become the woman chastity is, and he texts, I'm sorry you have to go through this, but if it makes it any better, I'm very proud of you. P.S. I think your father would have been happy to know you bought another dog instead of having children. So Chastity shares this entire exchange on Facebook. What, it's not like I'm some special undercover agent who can hack into networks in Newport. How else can I find out the story? So she writes, Today was my sign that everything is okay and I can let him rest. And then she goes on to post something else. She reveals something even more important for you to know. She reveals that the loved one that she'd lost, her dad, 
Jason Liggins, was not her biological father, but he was still her dad. She says, Jason was not my biological father, but blood could not make him any closer. He never missed school dance, prom, my games, and yes, he would give me long talks about my mouth and attitude. I had to introduce my boyfriends to him, if I was allowed to date, and he would act like a normal dad and give us the long talk. She went on to say, I shared my messages for my friends and family to see that there is a God and it might take four years, but he shows up right on time. Look, it doesn't matter if you believe in God or if you believe in being good. You just need to believe. I'm lucky. I grew up with great parents, and they are thankfully still alive, and I imagine for many more years to come. But last year, something really horrible happened to me, and my parents couldn't help me. This is during the pandemic. They live in another part of the country, and I'm by myself. I live in a city without friends, without family. And I met two strangers who became like my surrogate parents in less than two weeks. And they still are to this day. And of all of the amazing things they did for me, a story with many little branches of stories that you will hear another day, but with all of the amazing things they did for me, there was one thing that just sticks out in my mind. So these two people, their names are Sylvie and Julian. And my birthday was coming up. And everyone knows how important a birthday is, right? Because you have to celebrate birthday eve, birthday day, and birthday boxing day obviously. So they take me out on birthday eve to a movie in a theater, my first time in a theater since the before times. And we arrive early. So, okay, look, there's this big box store across the way. Let's go to this big box store. They don't sponsor this show, so why would I advertise for free, right? So we go to the store. I want to check to see if they had my favorite conditioner, which was discontinued because everything that becomes my favorite is eventually discontinued. And I've been looking everywhere for this. And so they come with me to this big box store just to see if it happens to be there since we're there. And we find it. And we buy the last eight bottles. They're the giant kind, so they weigh more than me at this point. And we just have to take these bottles back to the car before we go back into the theater. But Julian won't even let me carry these back to the car. He carries them. And I'm the one who felt carried, as it were. I felt cared for. It was a small thing to most people, I would imagine. 
Julian carrying back this bag of conditioner bottles for me. But no one ever did something like that for me before. And then we get back to the car, we put the bottles of gold into the car, and we head over to the theater. It's summertime, so I'm dressed in what my mom calls my uniform, little yoga shorts and a t-shirt. And so Sylvie takes this pretty scarf out of her purse and she lays it over my seat in the theater. She brought that scarf for me because my legs were bare and she knew that the theater would get cold and she wanted me to be comfortable. And that night, I watched one of the most memorable movies I've ever seen, Free Guy, with Ryan Reynolds. And it was so very, very, very good because of how good I felt watching it. And also because Ryan Reynolds is a good actor and he could make anything better than it is. And your parents don't have to be the ones that you were born to or born with or even the ones you call mom and dad. Your parents are the ones who make any movie extra good, even if it's just okay, because they make you feel loved, cared for. And when you feel loved and cared for, everything is so much better. Sylvie and Julian... Live and help live. It's a good way to find family. It's a good way to make family. So, why live and let live when you can live and help live? If you liked this episode, go ahead, share it. I support that. I've got lots of cool things in store for you, and right now you are in on the sneak preview of the show, which means you'll get podcasts once a week, well, sometimes more than one, like when I go crazy with the cheese whiz like I did today because I just had to share this story. But it's not just podcasts. You'll also get weekly columns and videos. And once Dahlia officially launches in September, you'll receive two podcasts a week because I have so many people to introduce you to. You need to meet people from an everyday person who does extraordinary things to make a difference in others' lives. Or maybe it's the Nobel Peace Prize winner. Maybe it's an Oscar winner who beats the odds. Not to mention, there's my network of angels who always leave a trail of kindness. So if you want these podcasts, videos, and articles directly in your inbox, just sign up at daliakurtz.com and hey say hi you could do it anywhere on social media pretty much at dahlia kurtz thanks for dropping by the neighbor alia i'm dahlia live and to help live oh oh nothing rhymes with dahlia nothing rhymes with dahlia nothing rhymes with dahlia Neighbor